Life is full of risk, but when it comes to retirement, people often think stock market risk is the only risk to consider. But in the words of my good buddy from college game day, Lee Corso, not so fast, my friends. There are several other risks that you need to be aware of as well. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. We're talking about risk today on My Retirement Clarity. I am Ben George. He is Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. They serve the Macon, Georgia area, their office there in Northside Crossing. But you can find everything online at MyRetirementClarity.com. You can also schedule a meeting anytime with Lee at TalkWithLee.com. Very simple. Lee, good to talk to you. How are you? Hey, man, doing well, doing well. We are you know, ready and anxious for spring to be here. Pickleball in cold weather is not as good as pickleball in warm weather. So looking forward to it. You're going to be ready to go this summer with pickleball. You're going to be peaking probably. I, I hope so. I hope so. I, you know, I got into it in the, in the fall, so I have not played when it's 95 degrees. And so I'm sure my pickleball times of playing, I'm probably not going to be doing a lot of playing at five in the afternoon. It's probably going to be more like seven in the morning. Yeah. When you get that Georgia heat, it'll get you. There's no question. That's it. All right. So you mentioned the risk we're talking about today. And, and, you know, as you started the show, you you talked about everybody thinks about stock market risk. So I think that is that is a big part of it. And as we as we get into this conversation on risk, I want to start off with a headline that I saw recently kind of ease us into this conversation. But everybody's kind of keeping their eye on the stock market they have for what the past year or so as, as things have been so volatile. But things have been pretty positive. But the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, said he foresees the stock market rising still in 2021, although maybe not as robustly as it did in the second half of 2020. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree? All right. Well, there's two things he's saying. There are two parts of his quote there, although not as nearly robustly as it did in the second half of 2020. I don't know when the market has risen as much as it did in the second half of 2020, if you you just look on the on a chart from really March 23rd when we sort of bottomed out from the coronavirus all the way to the end of the year, the market was up huge, um, and of course it started at a low point, so that's why the market was up huge in the second half. So I don't think comparing it, you know, what could happen this year to the second half of 2020 makes any sense at all. But he is, you know, putting out sort of a a prediction that he thinks the stock market will rise. I probably agree with that, even though, you know, I I say on the show all the time, I don't have a crystal ball, even though I do have a crystal ball sitting in my conference room. (laughs) That is just, again, for conversation pieces to let people know that nobody can predict the market. A crystal ball does not work. But I I don't know if the market's going to continue to increase this year, but I'm not one of those people that thinks that just because we've had a change in administration that the, the market is going to bottom out and everybody's going to lose all their money. That is certainly a concern of a lot of people, but I'm not a gloom and doomer. You know, markets are going to continue to do what they're, they're, they do. Large corporations are still making tons of money, and that's reflected in a lot of their earnings reports. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still cautiously optimistic is what, what I would say. If, if, 
If you're asking me to give you a prediction, I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay, fair enough. We'll take that. You know, and, and it's all about managing risk with the market, right? And that's why we're going to talk about risk today and understanding the different types of risk because there's a lot more to it than just market risk. That's the first thing we think about is, hey, what am I invested in in the stock market? Is it very risky or maybe it's not? But we're going to talk about five total risks today that you need to be kind of aware of and plan for when you're thinking about retirement. So let's start off with the one we've already been kind of hitting on and the one that we commonly think of when we think of risk. And that's market risk. That's really the first one to address. Yeah, market risk is the biggie. And this is really the one that everybody's drawn to. Why is that? Well, it's it's probably because the results of market risk is announced to us every day, every single day on TV, radio, and the internet. I mean, so so we kind of get a scorecard of market risk every day when when the news reports on the return, or how did the Dow do today, or how did the the S&P 500. There's some some financial firms that even buy time on local talk radio and kind of give you a blurb of what what is going on midday. You know, so so really it seems that everybody knows what the market has done on a particular day and depending on the amount of risk that you're taking, this can make you either happy or it can make you nervous. Now, we could do a whole show Ben, on on market risk and maybe one of these days we will we will do that so i don't know if we need to spend tons of time on market risk i think pretty much folks have an idea of what that is but basically i'll just kind of sum it up from my standpoint and how we address risk for our clients in our office again i will go back to our our picture that that i draw for every person who comes in my office of a financial house. The financial house has three levels. There's a roof, a walls, and a foundation. Money that, And you can put money in all three of these levels, but if we get this right from, from the get-go, then we've addressed market risk. So if you've got money in the roof, that's really, you know, that's aggressive money or growth money. You can make a lot of money, lose a lot of money. Money that's in the walls, that's more of what I would call balance. Some people use the word moderate. So you can make some money, lose some money, but it's not as volatile as the as the roof. And then in the foundation, this is money that you you don't want any market risk associated with. And so when we meet with folks and, and we're discussing market risk, you know, we let folks kind of say, hey, I'd like this much money in the roof, this much money in the walls, and this much money in the foundation. And that helps us get on the same page from a market risk standpoint. So I'd also encourage you, don't get too caught up in what the market did today, even though that is what the world wants to report to us every single day. What the market did today doesn't matter. It's not going to matter in 10 years. It's not going to matter in 15 years. Right. So just keep it into perspective. That's so important. And so many people fail to do that. So oh market risk. It's crazy. Market risk, number one on the list. So let's talk about a few others that maybe aren't, aren't going to be top of mind for you, but also just as important. How about interest rate risk? You know, people think, hey, I'm not borrowing money. I don't need to worry about interest rates because they don't affect me. But that's not completely true, right? Because it does impact the bonds they have in their portfolio. It does. So what you just alluded to there, you know, most people, when they're thinking about interest rates, you know, they're thinking about a couple of things. They're thinking about the cost of, to borrow money, either a you know, mortgage, a car loan, or some type of personal loan. How much is it going to cost? to borrow a certain amount of money. And, and others may think about it in terms of how much money their, their bank is going to give them for a CD. You know, right now, that's not a whole lot. Banks certainly don't have a problem giving us 
a tenth of 1% on a CD and then lending it to, to college students uh, via credit cards at 20 to 21% interest. That happens every day, and it's all tied to interest rates. But interest rates do impact bond values. Generally speaking, bonds are, are going to be less volatile than equities or stocks, but there are some risks associated with them. And so really, when you think about it from an interest rate standpoint, bonds have an inverse relationship with interest rates. So as interest rates decrease, the value of a bond generally goes up. And conversely, as interest rates increase, bond values can decrease. So I've had people ask me recently, you know, what do I see happening in the near future when it comes to bonds? I, I got a pretty good feeling that interest rates are going to increase at some point in the future. But right now, at this point, it seems the Fed is pretty intent at keeping interest rates low, in the, especially in the short term because of everything that's going on right now. So really, for that reason, I don't think people need to just go out and start dumping all of their bonds. I think it's very healthy, healthy to you know, certainly have a, a good mix of equities and bonds in a, in a well-diversified portfolio, but, but certainly be mindful of what interest rates do to bonds. And so if all you've got is bonds, you may want to consider diversifying a little bit more. Yeah, no question. All right. Inflation, people hear that word a lot, but it's a risk as well for your financial future, because especially if you're someone in retirement that's planning on leaning on your social security or your pensions for your income, you got to be aware that inflation risk could end up really hurting your buying power. Yeah. And inflation has really pretty much been held in check for, for quite some time now, but long-term I, I do think it can be a problem for folks who are on a true fixed income. And that could be folks that either chose monthly pension check option, you know, that doesn't come with any kind of inflation adjustment. Uh, or maybe those that are solely dependent on Social Security. And so if if you're already getting Social Security, you know that those small increases that you get every once in a while don't really offset expenses when the cost of things go up. And as we know, coronavirus has caused prices of a lot of things to increase. And certainly, Ben, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a skeptic, and I wonder how, how many times those are legitimate reasons for things increasing, or, or are they just using it as an excuse? We talked a couple of shows ago about the, pr the price of lumber as we're getting ready to, you know, in the process of building our house. Uh, lumber prices are crazy off the chart right now, and they blame it on coronavirus. Well, there, there are things that we buy at the grocery store that are now 30% more expensive, and they say, well, it's because of you know, the, the manufacturing facility for this chili powder was shut down for, for two months, and now they're playing catch-up. But in the meantime, you got to pay, you know, where we could used to pay $1.50 for a pack of this chili mix, it's now two fifty. So it, it's crazy. But, yeah, in, inflation is certainly something that, that everybody needs to be mindful of because you can just think about what you used to pay for a gallon of milk or what you used to pay for, for a stamp, you know, 15 or, or 20 years ago, it certainly increases over time. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse, How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now 
to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now, we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future, and with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. Get your copy today. Now back to the show. All right. Beyond inflation, the next one to be aware of is the longevity risk. And I think this is one that I think more and more people are kind of waking up to and being aware of because you know, we're living longer, which is awesome. Great news. We're, you know, people are healthier. Doctors and medicine have done a really great job for us. But there are many people that are falling short in terms of planning because they're not expecting a 20, 30, even longer than that retirement. Yeah. Longevity risk is something that really a lot of people don't consider because Really, we just think we retire and everything is going to be fine, and then at some point we'll die and we'll we'll leave some money behind. And that works out for a lot of people many times. But every once in a while, people just live, I don't want to say live way too long, but live way longer than they had planned for. I meet with people all the time that say, hey, you know, I, I want to die with zero in my, in my checking account or in my retirement account. That's extremely difficult, almost impossible to do. As you mentioned, we're living longer. You know, what used to be, you know, a, a surgery or an early, you know, a, a, a difficult surgery and a long recovery or maybe even an early death as a result of it, you know, now is, is a pill or an outpatient surgery and, and it's just advances in medicine. And I'll tell you, as, as I, I get older and I see people around me get older, sometimes people age more gracefully than other people. And the thought of that really does scare me. I certainly don't, you know, and Ben, you may be the same way. I, I want to, I want to get my money's worth. I want to live a long time, but I don't, I don't want to live 15 years, you know, in a, in a nursing home being by myself and, and not being able to care for myself. Those, those kind of things scare me. So I, I certainly want to make sure that, that I'm as healthy as I can be, as long as I can be, but I got to plan for it financially. And so when you're, when you're doing the, the projections, and we do this with, with every client that we come in, we do a, a detailed cash flow analysis to look at not only cash flow now and in five years, we want to make sure that we're able to still have an abundance of cash flow in the event that you live in, into your 90s or even beyond. It's so important depending on how you want to spend your, your retirement too. And, and it's easy to come up short because you don't have that crystal ball. You, know, you literally have a crystal ball. You don't know how long you're actually going to live. I do. All right. Let's, uh, let's end on one I think that is going to be a huge risk for a lot of people as we move forward because of kind of where we are in the country in terms of the debt, in terms of the pandemic kind of hitting us pretty hard. Tax rate risk. You know, we don't really consider that a whole lot in terms of rising taxes. We just kind of live in the moment. We prepare our taxes year by year, but this could have a huge impact on people's income and retirement. Absolutely. And and this is a drum that I've been beating for a long time. And those drum beats are going to continue to get louder. You know, last year I probably had more people than I have in my entire career look at conversion strategies over to tax-free vehicles. And I would say this year, I will probably have, you know, it might be twice as much as last year. So he, here's what we know. The Trump tax cuts that went into 
to effect several years ago, those are going to expire at the end of 2025. And then at that point, they're going to go back to where they were. So we, we already know that taxes are going to increase back to where they were. So it's not a guess that we're thinking they are. We know they are. But we also know that there's a very high likelihood that, that taxes are going to increase beyond that for a lot of reasons. But number one, government has no control over spending. And, and I, I don't care if, if they're Democrats or Republicans or anybody in between. They do not know how to live on a budget. They, they cannot do it. If they ran their households like they run the, the government budget, they would all be bankrupt. But instead, you know, they run the, the government budget like it's the government budget and somebody else's money, and they spend money that they don't have. And so that is going to come back to impact you or us. Uh, right now, if we want more money, what do we do? We, we've got to go out and earn it. We've got to go do something to earn money. The government cannot earn money, so when they overspend, the only way that they can get more money is to increase taxes. And so... I've never been more sure about anything in my life that taxes are going to increase. And for those who are prepared for it, you're going to have way more flexibility and way more options than those who aren't prepared. So, uh, again, I, I mean, you can ask yourself the simple question, which way do you think taxes are going in the future? If you think taxes are going to remain the same or they're going to go down, and that's fine. That's 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 your prerogative. You can you can believe that. I, I won't try to change your mind. Although there's tons of evidence out there that taxes are going to increase, so don't don't plan for that if, if you're of a a different mindset. But if you're like a majority of the people and think taxes are going to increase, boy, you you got to put a plan in place, and you can certainly do that. Uh, you've we know that you've got till at least the end of 2025 pay taxes now at a known rate versus what they will be in the future. So do the work, put the time in, and certainly that's one of the, the things, Ben, that we do with everybody who comes in our office. We'll kind of lay out the case of why we think taxes are going to increase. And if somebody's on the same page with that, we'll say, okay, we think, we, I believe they're going to increase. You believe they're going to increase. Now, do you want to address it? And some people still don't want to address it because – Addressing it and putting a plan in place to to handle the increasing taxes, frankly, can be a pain for a lot of people, and they just don't want to do it. But for those who do want to, then we can certainly sit down and put together a a strategy to get get from a tax deferred, a tax me later status, to a never tax me again status. So, yeah, a lot that can be done, and, and I certainly think tax tax rate risk. That's probably, to me, being as much of a, maybe a bigger risk than, than any other risk that, that we face. People, again, jump and say, well, market risk is my biggest risk. I, I think it's going to be taxes and, taxes and health care. I mean, I really do think that's the biggest risk that people are going to face in retirement. Yeah, and it's something that you obviously put make a priority with your clients. And you mentioned health care risk before you even close this out. Is that maybe the other risk you add to this list that we don't have currently? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess I could probably put it in longevity risk, but, okay. but the healthcare risk is, you know, how are you going to pay to have somebody take care of you when you can no longer take care of yourself or, or if your spouse cannot take care of you? 
You know, lots of times people will say, well, if something happens to me, my wife's going to take care of me. And we do see that, and I can tell you there's no quicker way for for a, a spouse to age than if they're caring for their other spouse. Now, they will do it, and they will go to their grave taking care of that, that, that person, but I've seen people physically age, it looks like, 10 years caring for a spouse that took them a year and a half or two years to pass away. So that's not really what people want but but most people simply don't plan for don't have a plan for how to pay for that care because it, it man it it's not cheap you know people say well I don't, I don't have a long term care plan or long term care strategy but I've got you know I got three hundred thousand dollars in the bank you can stroll through three hundred thousand dollars in a couple of years and then and then what are you left with so yeah I, I agree it's it's taxes and and healthcare risk in in my opinion. Well, there's a lot of different risks you need to be planning for. That's why you work with a financial advisor like Lee Perkins and JL Perkins Wealth Management to make sure that you are accounting for each of these risks and that they've been built into your planning process. And that's very important. Way to get in touch with Lee to set up an, an appointment. Very simple. Visit talkwithlee.com. That's talkwithlee.com. And the other thing I'll point out to you, we talk taxes and, and you've, you know, you've talked about it quite a bit on the show, how important it is for people to be thinking about long-term, but we do offer in a book offer through this show, right? A very simple offer, a way that you can get your hands on Lee's seven steps of diffusing the ticking tax time bomb, which has been very well received so far. Yeah. We've got a lot of people who have ordered this book. It's, it's a quick read and it addresses a lot of the reasons that I, that I think taxes are going to increase in the future. So if you'd like a copy of the book, all you've got to do is text the word diffuse D-E-F-U-S-E. Text the word diffuse to 474747 and put put in your name and a, a good shipping address and we'll mail that out to you in, in the next day or so. And, and it's, again, go through the book, read it, and and you'll you'll under you'll have a good understanding why why we make a big deal about taxes on this show and, and why we talk very little about the things that don't really matter because I know that this moves the needle way more than, you know, uh, the, the latest hot stock tip, you know, ta- taxes are definitely something that, that everybody seems to be concerned about. And I think this book is a great resource. Again, you can text diffuse D E F U S E to four, seven, four, seven, four, seven. That'll do it for this episode of My Retirement Clarity. Again, you can find us online, myretirementclarity.com. All of the podcasts are archived there, plus all of the resources you need from Lee and his team. And you can also schedule your meeting with Lee at talkwithlee.com. Please subscribe to the podcast, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Lee, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it, Ben. Have a good week. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.